Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. I I am in the political strategy. I think I can dispassionately observe and take in political strategy without uh, feeling like I've got uh, you know something at stake. Professor Jack is in the classroom. Getting all worked up. And I'm fascinated with the way I think there may have been a turn just in the last 24 to 48 hours on a, on a Mrs. Cortez. And I think they're what they're, they're piling on her and and really to do oh to, AOC yeah right okay I th- I think maybe she she has uh, she's angered the wrong people yes the got, stuff they were saying on Morning Joe was astounding yeah I've got a couple of examples of that yeah okay we'll get to that plus yep. uh, the Jussie Smollett story it's pretty clear what's going on now uh, as uh, mentioned as you know decided predicted. Uh, prophesied on hey, the Armstrong and Getty show. We haven't played our horn in like an hour. It's a national emergency today for crying out loud. A national emergency. Well, I'm on a war footing, so I don't How need it. How did we but... not play? Joe's wearing a helmet. I have to grab that horn out. Okay, he put the horn away during a national... Oh, You're oh. an idiot. How do you put the horn away? You ought to be brought up on treason charges. The leader of the country is declaring a national emergency. I know Joe's... what I'll do. I'll put the emergency alarm away. <laughs> Joe's wearing Says a... an idiot. There you go. There it is. There you go. Joe's wearing a helmet and boots. Bayonets fixed. Plus, I have a variety of weapons, uh, both uh, apparent and concealed, on my person. 
Also, it was declared yesterday. Uh, Sean's wearing a gas mask, which we That's actually, right. which we actually <laughs> purchased for the Republican convention when Trump was named because of them. all the tear gas. Yeah, because right. of all the tear gas, of which there was of all the violence. I had relatives afraid for me for going to Cleveland. Yeah. Did you tell them about the gas masks? I did. <laughs> I did. I called them with the gas mask on. Sean's got his on for the national emergency. The other national emergency, as declared yesterday by Trump's doctor, the president is obese, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, stop According it. to the doctor. He's a little hefty. 30.4 on the BMI. According to, to nanny and ninnies, ninny nannies. He went up a few pounds. He also got an inch taller, according to the doctor. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> It is a little odd for a man in his 70s. You usually don't get taller at age 72. So your conspiracy theory... It's not a theory. It's clearly what happened. Your conspiracy theory is that they added an inch to his height so he'd be less likely to be obese on the BMI chart. And they couldn't quite get him under the scale. Although you'd think if you're willing to lie about height, which doesn't change, you'd be you'd just lie about the weight. Oh, you missed that one, did you, Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> All right, so listen. <laughs> There's a lot going on. We, Steel we just... does not melt. All right, for the love of all that is holy. We have a bunch of stuff to get to. Sean's still in his gas mask. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but first, let's take a fun look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. I have a question. What if the blackface was just part of your costume of a black person? You see, Tom, that's the exact kind of thing that we're looking for here today. <laughs> Teachers became suspicious at recess when the kids tried to sync up Dark Side of the Moon with Paw Patrol. But this puts us in a position that's untenable for us. So you can't do the Super Bowl. All right? It was either you or one of four other people. It's not like Mega Millions. You know you have a chance. I done spent all my life trying to become an empty nest. I wanted my kids to go away, get out. Now they come back with more people. <laughs> Today, a jury in New York convicted Mexican drug lord El Chapo, and now he's facing life in prison. I'll have a joke about this after I'm 100% sure he's spending his life <laughs> in prison. But it's pretty gangster that the jury was staring back. It's like, you think you're local, man? I like jury duty. Come on, El Chapo. <laughs> Let's be sensible about what we're suggesting. Let's not just throw stuff against a wall because it's a good slogan or we get a press release. Let's be truthful. You egotistical billionaire. I got the one filled with toothpaste. Some of these new, fresh, progressive faces are going to hand the presidency back to Donald Trump. That was quite something. So that last, <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President, that sir. Last clip there was Donnie Deutsch of uh, Morning Joe and the whole crew today savaging AOC for having driven Amazon out of New York City. Mika Brzezinski calling her all kinds of names. Wow, yeah, we have to get to that clip in a couple of minutes. It's it's something. Yeah, well, listen. This morning, Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York tore into Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Friday for a... Uh, uh, Driving Amazon out of the city. As a progressive my entire life, and I ain't changing, I'll take on any progressive anywhere that thinks it's a good idea to lose jobs and revenue. So other lefties are taking her on, and you just heard in the clips of the week from Howard Schultz saying, we got to quit, and he's a lefty. we got to quit with this fanciful, can't-happen, make-believe stuff. Right. 
I don't know if it's right? the Green New Deal or the Amazon thing or just, you know, the piggybacking straw camelback thing. Oh, yes. But uh, the bloom is off the right. rose. Lefties are saying, no more. You're making it too hard for us. Right. Well, exactly. And listen, I don't want to blow my own horn, but uh, I've asked many times for somebody else to blow my horn, and they won't, even on Valentine's Day. Wow. And so, as predicted a few days ago by me on this show, the voices saying things that made it clear they realize she's dangerous to them. On the left, I'm talking about progressives, because she's so Looney Tunes, like, uh, in classroom, completely not savvy, pie-in-the-sky unicorn progressive, and she's getting so much attention. Like Amy Klobuchar, with her jaw clenched and her eyes nervous, saying, I I support the aspirations of the Green New Deal, and... uh, Anything they have enthusiasm and anything with enthusiasm is is good. She wouldn't and say Nancy that today. It, no. That was three days ago. Right. She would not say that in an interview today. It has changed that much that fast. And politicians are cowards. Right. Absolutely. And they right. have all caught on, like Mayor de Blasio in New York City's caught on. Okay, the wind's blowing that direction now. Here I go. She's ruining America. <laughs> right. Well, you know, whether <laughs> that's it's how fast it changes. Whether it's our experience in radio or music or whatever, I've dealt with plenty of people who are a little nuts in my life. Um, some people who've dealt with me are saying the same thing. But anyway, uh, I've dealt with enough people who are a little nuts. They do that nuts thing, and you think, uh oh, are they nuts? And then they do something really nuts 48 hours later, like drive Amazon out with 25,000 jobs and say, yay, yay, because she was cheering online at what she'd been able to accomplish. And now it's just, okay, the new drummer is completely crazy time. And I'm telling you, the worm has turned. This is not a brief, um, she's made them kind of mad. We need to talk and come together. No, they've realized, okay, we have an unsecured cannon. Well, yeah, and it's just it's not going to work nationally for us. So when Mika Brzezinski on Morning Joe is saying, this girl just doesn't know what she's talking about. Oh, we have the Mika clip? But you don't know what you don't know, and you're going to step in it if you're not careful. And they have a few times, and I just, I watch AOC with a lot of hope, but I'm also cringing. Well, you know, um, we, we, we... Because we, I would love to give her some advice. Again. So when Mika Brzezinski's willing to say that, when the mayor of New York City, uh, who's super lefty progressive, oh, yeah. is calling her out... And uh, I, I think it's just a matter of time. I think Nancy Pelosi is going to pick up on this, and then she's going to bring down the hammer. Oh, yeah. Nancy, At some point this weekend, if not today. Nancy, the ice witch Pelosi, has already sought to undermine her in ways not terribly subtle. If she's going to lure AOC to her gingerbread house, <laughs> fatten her up with treats. Oh, which reminds me, positive Sean, Judy, and I are on Game of Thrones. Yes! We're, we're like showing up to the party as the hostess is saying, thank God he's leaving. And then I'm showing up. But yeah, we're on to it. Speaking of intrigue and throat slittens and the rest of it, I'm so- Nancy Pelosi could guest star on Game of Thrones without a costume and fit right in. She's a witch! Listen, I go ahead. I'm so jealous of you guys being able to see it for the first time. Oh. Right. Yeah. Right. I feel like that a friend of mine starting on The Americans, and I wish I could see that with fresh eyes again. But anyway. Are you liking Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. I still have the first season in DVD my sitting only, under my television. My only complaint is it's too stressful because there's a <laughs> there's a throat sitting, slitting or a, a gut spilling or an axe wielding or, or a rape or whatever around every corner. It's like I've got I've got 
So it's a lot like uh, Everybody Loves Raymond? It's a lot like that. That kind of a show. Holy cats. <laughs> but anyway, so my point is, I, I disagree with Nancy Pelosi on everything. Um, I've, I've, I've used some unfortunate uh, descriptors for her through the years, uh, for which I will not apologize. But she is smart as can be and savvy as it can be and has a spine made of titanium. She's the speaker for a reason. Um, and, and she will not show any mercy when it comes to, you know, sticking the shiv in. I just think it's interesting, like I said, I'm dispassionately following the game, the Game yeah. of Thrones, mm-hmm. and clearly the wind has started blowing the other direction and people are piling on just in, like, the last few hours. Yeah. Soon there will be magical ice cube ghosts in the Capitol or whatever those things are called. I just, <laughs> I'm only a couple episodes in. White walkers. Man, Trump's America. White supremacist walkers. Everything comes and goes so fast in the modern world. I know. Just how do you keep up with things? You can't. You can't. Where the hell did that come from? I know. That's what I'm saying all the time. (laughs) That's the president from his speech today. These are odd times. They are. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. has just released a new version of their famous ranch dressing. They're calling it their blasted ranch-dipped pizza-flavoured ranch. (laughs) Yeah, you can look for it at your local supermarket in the aisle marked, she's never coming back, is she? (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? Uh, Yeah, I guess you're eating bad stuff because you're depressed. (laughs) Pizza-flavoured ranch. Ranch. It's ranch, sir. Stop saying ranch. It's distracting. Wait a minute! Drill, emergent, national emergency drill. All right. Michael is ready this time. You passed. <laughs> there was a lot of ill-advised eating at my house last night because that's what Valentine's Day means for us for some reason, I guess. <laughs> Cakes and chocolate-covered this and that and mm. everything like that. Very mm. delicious. Very fattening. Chocolate-covered that, you say? This and that, yes. So, uh, Nancy Pelosi, whose name has come up an unusual number of times today, Issued an interesting warning yesterday to Republicans who were perhaps going to support President Trump's now announced decision to declare a national emergency at the southern border. She said, and I quote, I suppose we probably have this tape, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, Democrat- we played it earlier, I think. Do we have the Nancy Pelosi thing handy? I'm sorry, I forgot where you had it. Marshall played it in his news. Right. No, it's not that big a deal. But uh, Nancy herself said um, a Democratic president can declare emergencies as well. So the precedent that the president is setting here is something that should be met with great unease and dismay by Republicans, which is a, a surprising thing for her to say. She said Don't guns, g- guns uh, oh, shootings yeah. in schools are a national emergency, for instance. Yeah, she brought it up uh, specifically. Representative Emanuel Cleaver said gun violence is a national emergency. Climate change is a national emergency. Income inequality, access to health care. Then he said building a wall on the southern border is not 
but he was making the argument to Republicans. Hey, when our guy gets in, or gal, she's going to do crazy stuff. No. So careful now, which is usually something some, on somebody's own side would say. Right. Hey, dude, we ought to be cool, because what about when they get in? No, they are saying, oh, you're gonna, we're going to declare a national emergency on everything. Well, forgive me for thinking she might be disingenuous in this warning to her <laughs> opponents. What's the political All game there? Forgiven. She's just trying to stop this from happening? Yes. And there, there are a number it's, of people. It's, it's a, a move you almost never it's, see. It's the political equivalent of when two countries have nukes, right? Like, do you want to go? Are, are, we, are we launching the codes? Are we doing this? That's what it feels like to me. So you don't want them to do it. She doesn't want Trump to do this. Correct. And her best strategy was to, to, to tell Republicans, this is why it's a bad idea. Right. And interestingly, as Nancy is reptile-like in her desire only for success, um, interestingly, she's... Is that what reptiles have? A lot of high-achieving lizards around. (laughs) Really? Okay. All right. All right, wiseacres. All right, smart boys. You tell me what reptiles' other priorities are. Food and warmth. Success. That's what they're known for. That Geico lizard's done pretty well for himself. Other than that... Example (laughs) one. Interestingly, she didn't think, all right, number one, the uh, the courts are going to stop this, but then we're clear to have our next POTUS go wild. Which is the same argument Marco Rubio made yesterday and Rand Paul. Right. And a number of pundits. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, it is interesting that she's not just letting it happen and keeping that in the chamber for them right. when they get yeah, in. Right, yeah. because yeah. the courts are going to be on this immediately. And, and again, for the umpteenth time today, I'm happy because we need to figure out where executive power ends. This is the problem with having a government so enormous, complex, and sprawling that nobody even knows who's in charge of what. Nobody knows who can do what. Well, the Congress has the purse spring, strings, except for these 75 exceptions. The Congress has the right to declare war except for all the wars we're in. Come yeah, on. I, I don't think she's that concerned with with the you know constitutionality of it. So, yeah, why wouldn't she keep that secret and think, in two years, Kamala Harris or somebody's going to be president, and we can finally take care of climate change or whichever issue we want. We'll do it with a national emergency. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's an interesting maneuver on her part, but... Um, I feel like part of it has to do with just the pace of news. She feels like she can't just sit on that for two years. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But it's completely guessing from somebody who pays almost no attention to this. (laughs) Pelosi emphasized she's not promoting the idea that a president of any power party rather should use emergency declarations to advance pet projects, even if it was a Democrat. I'm just saying the Republicans should have some dismay about the door they are opening, the threshold they are crossing. Uh, Yeah, I think they're aware of that. I think a lot of them are aware of that. God, there's so many things a president could do if we start going down this road. Yeah. You've yeah. got some particular issue around education. You come up with a whole bunch of statistics to back you up mm-hmm. and you and you and you force, you know, radical changes in our system. You could say kids are graduating this year who won't A, B, or C. That's yeah. an emergency. Yeah, so yeah, let's be careful about this stuff, huh? What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Donald Trump declaring a national emergency. Oh, no, we, what, what? We have highlights of the national emergency declaration. Oh, there's the horn. U.S. U.S. ready for permanent installation on the moon, and legal minds are pondering, can you copyright a dance move? Coming up. Huh. Good one. Oh, uh, and the Jesse Smollett thing was clearly fake. Chicago police are making that more and more clear. Why are we going back to the moon? News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. 
I got a mouthful of nuts. I'm sorry about that. Again. Is it Friday already? So, uh, protein is what I needed. The Armstrong and Getty Show, welcome to it. Glad you're here. These are troubled times, my friends. We're all a little stressed, all right? We're all a little on edge. What with the national emergency? That's right. The national emergency. Right. I've called my children home to my bosom. They uh, said, Dad, i got to work. I think you could make the argument, if all of a sudden you went from last week to this week and said, there are 15 to 20 million illegal immigrants in your country, Mm -hmm. spread around the country. Yeah. That's a problem. It's a serious problem. You could call it an emergency. The fact that it happened gradually over time, does that make it less of an emergency? No, I would say it's an extremely serious situation. If you look at poll numbers, a huge majority of Americans agree that they want control of the border, sensible immigration policy, uh, E-Verify, that sort of thing, by huge majorities. Uh, I think we've been lulled into accepting... The situation and feeling like it's not an emergency by neither party addressing it well, when they have power. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. We, the American people, have been the victims of both of the political parties. Honestly, so is it an emergency? Eh, it's kind of kind of in the eye of the beholder. Is it a very very serious situation that neither party has done a damned thing about? Yes, clearly yes. I like Mark Stein as a pundit. We we really like him. Read some of his books and everything. He was on uh, Fox yesterday, and he said, "You know, place the blame on the Republican Party that when they had the Senate and the House could not get something they agreed on through to be signed by the president. You know, you need sixty votes in the Senate, so they couldn't do anything they wanted, but they didn't do much at all on this topic." News now with Marshall Phillips. Meanwhile, President Trump has indeed signed an executive order which declares a national emergency on the U.S.-Mexican border. And what we want, really want to do is simple. It's not like it's complicated. It's very simple. We want to stop drugs from coming into our country. We want to stop criminals and gangs from coming into our country. Nobody's done the job that we've ever done. I mean, nobody's done the job that we've done on the border. The declaration could allow Trump to divert Defense Department funds to go ahead and build a border wall, a move the president knows will be challenged. And we will have a national emergency, and we will then be sued, and they will sue us in the Ninth Circuit, uh, even though it shouldn't be there, and we will possibly get a bad ruling, and then we'll get another bad ruling, and then we'll end up in the Supreme Court, (laughs) and hopefully we'll get a fair shake, and we'll win in the Supreme Court, just like the ban. They sued us in the Ninth Circuit, and we lost, and then we lost in the appellate division, and then we went to the Supreme (laughs) Court, and we won. It's one of my pet peeves when people do that. But listen, there are no audio audio tapes. We don't know that the Gettysburg Address wasn't delivered with that same cadence. (laughs) That's very true. Right, four score, and 20 years ago. (laughs) Our founding fathers. (laughs) Right. Of the people, by the people. Exactly. Well, top Democrats wasting no time condemning Trump's declaration at the U- of the emergency at the U.S.-Mexican border. In their joint statement, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer called it an unlawful declaration over a crisis that, quote, does not exist. Pelosi and Schumer accused Trump... They, last year, said there was a humanitarian crisis on the border. Those same people... Nobody's going to point that out in the New York Times or the Washington Post or MSNBC, and that's fine. But come on. 
Pelosi and Schumer accusing Trump of stealing from urgently needed defense funds. Democrats expected to go ahead and challenge the declaration. So now Chuck Schumer's some advocate for beefy defense spending? I I, I tell you what, I'm glad I'm alive to see all this, because it's nuts. Anyway, the Dems are expected to file an emergency declaration in the federal court to challenge this move. Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro says he... Only fat guy in the country, do the math. ...says he holds out hope of meeting President Trump soon to resolve a crisis triggered by America's recognition of his opponent, Juan Guaido, as Venezuela's rightful leader. Wow, that is geopolitically a really interesting maneuver. He's asking for a meeting yep. with Satan. I mean, he's branded Trump as, you know, as everything from Satan on down. But now he feels desperate enough that he's saying, all right, let's get together. Because he's desperate for any sort of legitimacy. Yep. He's desperate for, if not an off-ramp, an alternative to being up against the wall. Well, yeah, isn't he in one of those positions where he's got to be concerned about keeping his head attached to his body? Clearly. Absolutely, yeah. NASA says the space agency is going to be speeding up its plans to return to the moon, yes. which will be done using private companies. And when we get there, what are we going to do? We're going to protect it from, A, China, and B, India. Because they're trying to take what's ours. Stay away from our moon. It's our moon. Yeah, the agency administrator telling reporters... Can't spell moon without USA. (laughs) (laughs) Telling reporters it's important we get back to the moon and as fast as possible. NASA is planning to build a small space station in the moon's orbit... With a few machine guns. ...that will act as a way station for trips to and from the lunar surface. Right. There you go. We're with off. machine guns. So that we can then keep what's ours. <laughs> Why are you soft on moon defense, <laughs> Pinko? Oh, <wow. laughs> U.S. Copyright Office is denying to register actor Alfonso Ribeiro's Carlton dance because it is a simple dance routine. <gasps> he created trademark dances. I'll so, bet you can. So this is tied to the video game yes. Fortnite, where they were. Uh, you can buy emotes, these little dance things that you can make your characters do, and they were very obviously just famous dances from different areas of pop culture. Right, sure. The people who initially did those dances say, hey, what about the money? Some of that come on our way. Right. And that's how the copywriting of dances got to this level uh-huh. in the first place. Right. Yeah, the Carlton dance, a big fight over that. Court cases are expected to proceed, even though the copyright office said, nah, we're not going to let you go ahead and copyright your dance. If you can copyright, let's get ready to rumble. Well, that's true. And enforce it. How is uh, your particular dance move not a similar deal? I don't know. Who was the first little kid who did the pee-pee dance? I mean, they'd be a billionaire <laughs> at this point, because that's been ripped off for generations. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So uh, the actor, Jesse Smollett, who claimed to have been assaulted by two nasty white guys uh, who put a noose around his neck, poured bleach on him or something. And, and said, this is MAGA country, which uh, Chicago, which we quite respectfully, because that sort of incident would be horrifying to the victim, took a look at the facts and said, no, this looks just like a social justice warrior folk faking up an attack. And I, Joe Getty, stuck my neck out. And said, no, I, I believe this is faked up. Well, police are, Chicago police are talking to a couple of guys who they believe to be the two guys bundled up in the video. Right. You couldn't see anything about them. They are two Nigerian brothers. They are men of color. Um, they are 
friends of Jussie Smollett's. They brothers work out like with they, him. They have the same parents? Or yes, yes. They are literally... A couple of brothers, like no. it's the 70s. <laughs> no, <they're>, no. <laughs> their mom is the same yeah. gal. Okay. Um, and they work out with Jussie, and they're friends of his. One of them worked on Empire in as a, a uh, an extra... And the coppers are saying, yeah, we're uh, talking to them uh, and their suspects for the assault. Well, not exactly. So it's pretty clearly uh, he faked it up. He is an activist. He wants to be a leader in the social justice warrior uh, movement. But he needed something to get him up top. So he faked up an attack and claimed nasty, racist Trump fans are going through the streets of Chicago, of all places, shouting, this is MAGA country, and putting the Chicago PD in the position of trying to find roving lunatic racists who are beating down black people in Chicago, which ain't no joke in Chicago. So, it, yeah, we'll see what charges are filed. Uh, they're not going to be against any you know lunatic Trump fans. There you go. Hey, and Jesse, thanks for making it harder for people to believe real acts of racism occur. Nice job, you dum dum. Yeah. Yeah, it's that. I don't understand why they don't get that. I guess they don't think they'll get caught. I guess they don't think they'll get caught. But if somebody ever is attacked with somebody in a MAGA hat, you got a certain chunk of the population, including me, it's a lot less likely to believe it. Right, right. But this sort of thing happens over and over again. But it was too perfect from the beginning. I think what ultimately might be the biggest political story of the day... You should uh, reintroduce that in the case you missed The fight for it. the moon. The fight for the moon. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the, of nation. the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I love this song. I have no sense of how many people know who Ryan Adams is as a musician, but I've seen it on Good Morning America and the CBS Early Show, and there was a very long article in the New York Times about his hashtag MeToo movement, so maybe more people know Ryan Adams than I think, but one aspect of what he's in trouble for, the one that's going to be his biggest trouble, a lot of it is... Young women were surprised when a record producer hit on them after right. saying, I'm going to make you a star, which right. if you want to use the same standards of all other industries and businesses, you know what? That ain't cool. But God dang it. If I got a hot 19 year old daughter who wants to be a singing sensation and she says, I met this guy, he's already famous, says he's going to make me a star and I should come to his studio. Right. I'm going to give her a speech about the way the music industry works right. and the TV industry and the movie industry and everything else. Yeah, get ready to have your heart broken, darling. Yeah, and he's going to come on to you. But anyway, he did that a lot, and he's in trouble for that now because maybe we aren't going to tolerate that out of the music industry anymore. But the one he's in the biggest trouble for is yesterday the FBI opened an investigation into this sexting a 14-year-old thing that he apparently was doing. They would they would get online together. They'd FaceTime or whatever they were doing, and they would pleasure themselves for each other. He's 30-something, 40-something, mm. and she is 14. Mm. He regularly asked her because they've got the uh, they've got the information. How did they get the information? They can just get anything from that exists. Her and her 
but I'm lawyers su- and her family. But I'm stuff. surprised she included the stuff where he kept asking her how old she was, and she kept saying she was 18. Right. I, th- I think they're less about assassinating his character than just that he's a creep. Mm. I don't think they're tailoring it. I think they're just laying it all out there, which is, you know, admirable. Are honestly. you a creep if a uh, fan is willing to uh, engage in that sort of behavior with you online, which she was? And repeatedly tells you she's 18 as he demands to see an ID. Now, he didn't demand it to the point of saying, we're done here. He didn't say, I'm not going to do this until I see an ID, no. but he kept asking her. Right. And uh, so, I don't know. I, I know guess... the law is in person. It's it, That's no defense. God, you'd think a 14-year-old would look pretty damned young. Yes. 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 Which is creepy. So, I don't have any idea. He might be a full-on pervo. I don't know. I, th- I just think he's a, a, a drunk and a drug addict and disturbed and a brilliant songwriter and a crappy, crappy boyfriend. I mean, that's the way it strikes me, but... You know, I don't know. Maybe Sue, we talked about this briefly yesterday. We've had plenty of people jobbing us. It's, it just comes in sh- with show business. But I'm not a petite songwriting female either. I think the two. And it's a different sort of jobbing than, than he was trying to get done. I think the two big political stories of the day one, Trump declaring a national emergency and whether or not that's constitutional and whether or not it'll fly and all that sort of stuff. And two, a lot of Democrats turning on AOC. Right. I think some of them felt this way all along, but realized they couldn't say anything because she had so much wind beneath her wings and all the Twitter followers and her her her, her ability to mobilize them and they're scared to say anything. Still does. I don't know I don't know who was the first one to stick their neck out, but I was watching Morning Joe this morning. Well, here's here's AOC yesterday when it was announced that Amazon is pulling their second headquarters out of New York. They're not going to do it. It shows that everyday Americans still have the power to organize and fight for their communities, and they can have more say in this country than the richest man in the world. So she uh, doing the touchdown dance because we drove Amazon out of town. Well, now a whole bunch of people are saying, she's what? You did what? It's your fault. And all of Morning Joe on MSNBC, I mean, the whole crew, was talking about her as a know-nothing and a danger to... You unicorn-riding little dummy. A danger to Democrats. Right. And uh, ill-informed, and Mika wants to pull her aside and says she cringes every time she hears AOC talks and, and wants to educate her on the way the world works. Right. And now the mayor of New York this morning came out, de Blasio, and said... Who's uh, left the left. Oh, yes. Super lefty. Wants to ban everything and control your life. Right. Who's saying she's way out there. And I don't agree at all. And I just, I just wonder if that quickly she has come and gone. I think Nancy Pelosi does something, says something about the Green New Deal. I don't think AOC days. is stupid. Oh, definitely not. I've I never I, thought that. I, I think she is ignorant, and I think she lacks wisdom. On the other hand, I think her brain works okay, and I think she will probably process this and maybe trim her sails a little bit, but. The uh, the change in tone from uh, from the left is unmistakable. Listen, dumb dumb. <laughs> I realize you got all those Twitter followers and you're pretty, but you have no idea how the world works. So sit down. Yeah, and Donnie Deutsch coming out and saying she's going to get Trump reelected on Morning Joe. Boy, today. that's something. Yeah, he wouldn't have said that last week. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Things come and go fast. Cute gal. You ever seen that uh, video where she's dancing around? I have. She's very uh, fit. 
And during America's current obesity crisis, that fitness is to be admired. <laughs> Speaking of she was definitely over 18 in that video. The uh, president of the United States is a 30.4 BMI, according to the doctor yesterday. So he is officially obese. According to the stupid, stupid BMI, which also, is where the hell did have. that come from? <laughs> the, the, the scale, sir. <laughs> Currently still growing as well, which is nice. That's always nice to know. That, <laughs> yeah, he's an inch taller. Yeah, that's that's cool. Surprising. <laughs> Either you're not a good doctor, or my doctor last year is not a good doctor. One of you didn't measure me correctly. That's right. what I would say. Yeah, because I don't think I'm getting taller. An age? How old is he? Seventy-two. Wow. Armstrong and Getty announced the boarding of the Final Thoughts Express. <laughs> well, I really like that. That's charming. That was. Yeah. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Yeah, let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap up the hour. First up, it's our esteemed newsman, Marshall Phillips. Marsh? Even though my Valentine's Day experiment didn't work, I really have to say, I've got to admit, it was fun to put on my sporting coat, go out and have some fine wine, good food. You know, because I had gotten into a bit of a rut after work. You know, you just go home, you do the same thing. Hey, break it up a little bit. Experiment. Here, here. Absolutely. Michelangelo, your final thought. AOC's free two-day shipping has gone out the windows. Matter of fact, she's probably getting $50 90-day shipping if she's lucky. And she's going to be getting a lot of porch pirates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, positive Sean, a final thought for us? Yeah, we're in the doldrums of the cinematic universe with the, the February. Not a lot of good stuff coming out. So I'm going to be uh, catching up on this Netflix show, Russian Doll, which has been described to me as Groundhog's Day with drugs. I'm all in. <laughs> Jack, do you have a final thought to share? Yes, I brought home an apple pie that I got from the discount table at the local bakery last night, and it was inedible. So there's just my warning for you. Maybe any event, especially a big one like Valentine's Day, don't get your dessert off the discount table. Even a bad apple pie is like they say about lovemaking. It's pretty good. Not this one. Wow. And I have low standards. That is breaking ground. My final thought is, Judy and I are now watching Game of Thrones, and I'm so into it. It's so great. Plus, I've discovered this new band, the Bee Gees. I'll be telling you about them on the show as well. Yeah, I'm late to the party, but now I get it. Yeah, I've never seen a second of Game of Thrones. It's uh, throat-slitty. Dragons and little people and whatnot. And and, and a fair amount of fornicating as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. There's sex in it? Oh, unfortunately. (laughs) Terrible. Fast forward through this, I said to my wife. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another (laughs) grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All the links we talked about are under hot links. Plus, you can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. You see something over the weekend we ought to be talking about, send it along. Right. You watch it, and then you text us, and then we read the text, and then we talk about the story, and then we have it on Monday, and then the show. We will see you on Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, Owen from Not Planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven. Still doing this show. See you some other time. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living. 
assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.